Category 5 Technology TV. What you're about to experience is a free, worldwide interactive broadcast from Ontario, Canada. We broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, we're going to be so late. Oh, we have to start right away. And now, let's begin. Here's your host, Robbie Ferguson. Good evening. <laughs> it is Tuesday, October the 25th, 2011. I'm Robbie Ferguson. I'm Crystal Wells. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I thought so too. I think that went well. Yeah, that's uh, that's the the first hurdle of the show is uh, it's over. And here we are. It's episode number two fourteen of Category Five Technology TV. Well, shall we have a look and see what's going on for tonight? Indeed. Excellent. All right. So in the newsroom tonight, one of the most powerful satellites. I see that. One of the most powerful satellites ever built. Sorry, my mic just keeps trying to like jump in my mouth. Do you want me to tape it to your face? <laughs> it might help. So, anyways, one of the most powerful satellites ever built has been launched, providing 140 gigabytes per gigabytes gigabytes per second at broadband. Android 4.0 Ice Cream Sandwich will be released as open source software. Seriously, that's what it's called. Nice. Serious? I craved an ice cream sandwich all week. So you just slipped it in there? No, that's just what That's what it's called. actually called. And that is why wow. we crave. Wow. Okay. So continuing on, Ubuntu 12.04 will have an extended long-term support cycle. New tech uses synthetic vision to detect if citrus fruit is good or bad, protecting workers' eyes. Hmm. Now there's a programmable thermostat that programs itself and learns from your preferences. By your hard drive now, the floods in Thailand are... The floods... Oh, sorry. I just completely messed that up. But the floods in Thailand are going to affect hard drive prices in a matter of days. Stick around. These stories are coming up in under 30 minutes. Jot was asking in the chat room what the star date is. It is negative 311184.12. I mean, yes. Just, is this how just, tonight's going to be? Yes. I'm trying hard not to smile. <laughs> it's a oh, challenge. This is special. <laughs> it's very special. Speaking right. of special, it's good to have you here. I know. It feels like it's been forever. Like literally forever. Eons. Light years. I see you've upgraded your wardrobe. I have, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, eco-friendly. Economical? Yes. So Not no more... fire retardant? No. Well, we're working on that. You, know? right. you don't smoke, right? No. no. Perfect. <laughs> Very well. Fantastic. I'm not going to be able to keep it up, friends. Tonight, <laughs> we have many viewer questions. Yes. That have come in through intergalactic channels. And we would love to answer your questions live at category5.tv. Indeed. Great. What else do we have? We have our mobile website. If you'd like to watch the show on your mobile device, mobile.cat5.tv. Watch it on your iPod Touch, your iPhone, your Android device, your BlackBerry. You're doing very well at this. 
I mean, that's natural for Spock, but... I need some of the tape to hold my face down. <laughs> uh, there's going to be some good shots of a laughing Vulcan tonight, friends. It's good to have you here, everybody. Join us in the chat room, category5.tv. We got one postcard this week. We've been asking for postcards. We got a couple while you were away. I know. I Actually, I saw that. Yeah? Very yes. cool. I've got one here from Lyle, Illinois. Now, I would expect KC9PYD. This is a... I, I wouldn't think that's a license. I would think that that is a ham radio call sign. That would be my guess. That's... Is that right, Dennis? This comes to us from uh, from Dennis. Uh, I think it's Finnegan. Math man. Yes, sir. There it is. Dennis Finnegan. On the front. I'm looking on the back. Of course, his name is printed on the front. Oh, huh. It says, happy fifth year and many more. As geeks, you should really be into ham radio. We will work on that. Very cool. Cool. Custom call sign card. And that comes to us from, as I said, Illinois, USA. Very cool. Thank you very much for sending that in, Dennis. We will extend a hundred viewer points your way. That's very generous. Very generous. We want, we want your postcards. Send them in to us. Our address is on the bottom of the website, category5.tv. Everybody in the chat room, hello. Nice to see you. Mathman47 joining us actually in the chat room. Cheers. Thanks for sending that in. <laughs> hey, Beck. All right. Well, we could jump right. It's a viewer question extravaganza. We really have. So we should probably just get right into it. Is that what you're trying questions? to say? Yeah, well, we do kind of have to really rock the viewer questions. We'll hit one viewer question, then we're going to take a break. And then, uh, and then we'll come okay. right back. Yeah. That sounds fair. So, first... Hey, Michael in Iowa. We're not the first question. You know, you say questions, and then I don't do questions. Sorry. And then I was I, just saying hi. I was and then I, I don't, I just, I don't understand. Hello. Okay, well. It says here, it says, hi, Robbie. I'm getting a message hi. when visiting the mobile site on my Arcos A70H 7-inch tablet Android that redirects... In, erroneously to the full site. Cheers, David. Okay, David. Mobile.cat5.tv is designed specifically for mobile devices. If your device has not been detected as a mobile, <laughs> pardon me, a mobile device, it's going to tell you that, hey, you can't go any further. But what I've added for you, David, if you could, see this? I've added some text here. And I've added the text that, hey, send us this little bit of information to let us know what happened. That text is actually a little bit of a code that will tell me more information about what happened uh, on your device, as well as how your device should be detected, so that I can add it to the mobile list, and then your device will detect correctly, in which case it's going to work for you. So, so go back to mobile.cat5.tv on your device and send me that little bit of information, and that's going to help us greatly to, to be able to not just figure out what happened, but uh, also fix it for you moving forward. Cool. Thanks for the question. I've got a viewer question, or uh, pardon me, a viewer photo submission that comes to us from Kay Goosey and says, mm -hmm. here are the youngest K9 
Category 5 TV viewers. And there they are, watching Hillary and I up on the TV. Oh, they're, they're pretty cute, that too. That is just adorable. I love the picture. Kegusi, thank you for sending that in. And uh, thank you for raising up the next generation of Category 5 viewers. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> Definitely worth 100 points. 100 viewer points for, uh, for Kegusi. Cheers. One more quick question. Sure. That was, uh, was really a short one. Sure, sure. Let's jump into another one. So from Gadwill... Ah, hello to Krista and to the Overlord. Oh, over Overlord. I think that's what that's supposed to be. Mm. So that's you. You know, I'm trying to start making tutorials for people. I will be recording in my screen and using a microphone to walk people through different tasks and/or explain how an OS works to them. So, Overlord, <laughs> could you please tell me whether I should save for the Black Magic Intensity Pro Card PCI based? Or go for a good microphone now. I think the audio is more important mm. since the screen capture will still be high quality and good for online viewing. Thanks, Gadwell. That's a very interesting question, mm-hmm. and I want to touch on that, Gadwell. And I will tap into my intergalactic database of information aboard the Enterprise. Uh, we'll be right back after this, and then uh, we're going to answer Gadwell's question in just a moment. They're hitting the road or the dusty trails. Liquid Image Canada captures the action with a true point-of-view HD video camera built directly into a high-quality MX goggle. It records every bit of the excitement exactly how you see it. If high-octane isn't your thing, take a relaxing underwater adventure and capture it forever in high-definition video with a high-quality underwater camera mask from Liquid Image Canada. Perfect for the enthusiast snorkeler or the deep-sea diver. Check out the entire line of camera masks for every sport. LiquidImageCanada.com This is Category 5 Technology TV. We've had a chance to adjust our microphones and remove our (laughs) smiles to be Vulcan. And the question comes in to us from Gadwill who says, should I invest in a capture card to do my screencasts or should I invest in a microphone? And Gadwill, I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head with with kind of answering yourself in that, yes, screen capture software is going to do a fantastic job for you. So do you need capture a capture card? Let's Let's take a look at what software is available. I'm just going to look real quickly at uh, GTK Record My Desktop for Linux. Okay, it's a front end for Record My Desktop. This software will record natively. It's available in the repositories for your Linux distribution. It will record natively in the resolution of your display. So if your display is 1024 by 768, that's the size of the video that you can record up to. If your display is an HD display, let's say it's you know a full 1080p, you can record a 1080p video. If you were to go out and purchase a Blackmagic Intensity Pro, which is what we use here for our cameras, these are fantastic cards. <laughs> but basically, this isn't all that you're going to need, because you're going to need to put this in one computer, you're going to have to put an HDMI link output from a laptop or another computer that you're going to be doing the demonstration on into the input on this card because this is a capture card. So you have to connect something into this for it to capture. So that could be a video camera. In our case, this camera is connected to an Intensity Pro. Uh, you can pick one up from cat5.tv bh. Do a search for 
uh, Intensity Pro. And it's not PCI, it is PCI Express. You don't want to mix those up. PCI is not PCI Express, is not PCI-X. They're very different uh, as far as their standards. This is a PCI Express X1 card. So you're going to need more hardware with that. Um, as I say, you've got software that's going to do a fantastic job for you. It's going to be able to record in up to full HD if you like. But then that just gives you the video. Then, like you say, what do you do as far as audio goes? So the next thing that you have to ask yourself, okay, similarly with the capture device, you're going to say, okay, well, I've got my microphone. Here's a Rode NT1. It's a great mic. It performs really well. It sounds great. It's XLR. So it requires phantom power. It requires 48 volts phantom uh, output from a mixing console or a preamp. So basically, once again, you're in a scenario where you need to have a phantom power supply for this microphone. You need to have a, a good stand for it, which are, you know, another 7,500 bucks. The microphone itself is 300. So then you're in a situation again, okay, now I don't even have power for it. You need a preamp for another 200. You need a mixing console. Um, the mixing console that we have here, I think was about uh, two or $300, I believe. I'd have to look back on that. But so it can be pricey again to go that route. So we have to look at what are our next best options, and that's where bluemic.com comes in. Blue Mic offers the Yeti and the Yeti Pro series microphones, and Gadwell, I brought one of these in just to be able to show you what this device is like. This is the Yeti. Mm -hmm. uh, pardon me, the Yeti Pro. This microphone, Gadwell, what the advantage is is that you can operate your podcast, you can do your interviews, you can do your voiceovers without the need of secondary hardware such as a preamp because not only does it have that XLR output just like the Rode NT1 studio microphone, but it also has USB, and that USB is going to power the device as well it is going to uh, send the signal digitally into your computer, eliminating the need for a sound card, which means, uh, at least for the capture end of things, which means you're going to get extremely high-quality audio. I'm talking, this will record at 24-bit, 192 kilohertz. So very, very good. So, Gad, will I thank you because tonight you have given us the opportunity to perform a live unboxing. <gasps> no way. I've never been part of an unboxing. It's so exciting. I wasn't what prepared for this. I know. Gadwill, what an opportunity for us to unbox the Blue Yeti Pro. Maybe you could give me a hand with this and like just get in there. I don't know if I want to move too much. There we go. Yeah, Perfect. Excellent. The Yeti Pro. You're going to keep that box handy because it's... Oh, we can keep going. It's exciting. I'm actually scared to move too much, however. Oh, really? <laughs> in, this, in this costume, I'll let Here you uh, okay. tear Brilliant. it open. Okay. Ooh, Gadwill, there's styrofoam. It's a joke. Da, 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 da. Have you ever seen an unboxing video like the real deal? Alright, look at this, folks. Ooh. Feel the anticipation rising. The anticipation. So I can. There we go. More styrofoam, Gadwill. They care about their products. There we go. So this is the Blue Yeti Pro, bluemic.com, but I will tell you, you can pick this up straight through us at cat5.tv slash yetipro, Y-E-T-I-P-R-O. So this is not only a professional-grade microphone, but as you can see, it has XLR outputs, 
as well as the USB and uh, the uh, headphone jack as well. The XLR output is stereo. It comes with a cable that allows you, it's a, break, a breakout cable. It's not a, like a full-length XLR cable. You're going to need uh, you're going to need to buy XLR cables just as you normally would if you want to go that route, but it's a breakout cable so that it takes the stereo signal and gives you left and right. So that's cool. It seems pretty heavy duty. It is, yeah. It looks heavy. Feels pretty heavyweight and, uh, yeah, good, good quality. Cool. Eh? So that's the blue uh, Yeti Pro. Again, cat5.tv slash Yeti Pro, Y-E-T-I. P-R-O. Check it out. It's only 250 bucks. If you don't need the XLR, you can also go with just the standard Yeti. It has the USB output, uh, and it is also a fantastic microphone. They have stepped things up a little bit as far as the quality goes with the Yeti Pro. It's a little bit uh, of a higher quality build as far as I understand. I'll just tell you a little bit about why I recommend this Gadwell. Okay. Obviously, the things that I've mentioned up to now, but this has four patterns as far as the recording uh, modes of this microphone. It has three uh, pickups in the mic itself. So you have a stereo signal so that you can obviously pick up a stereo uh, recording. It recommends using that for choirs and instruments, vocals. It has a cardioid signal. So this is, you know, the figure out here so that if I'm talking, it, it, this is what you're going to be using. When you're doing your podcast, you'd be talking into the microphone like this. That's the cardioid signal. In addition, they've got the omnidirectional signal, which basically records from every direction. So if we wanted to talk like this, we would probably use that omnidirectional signal so that it would pick us both up equally. Mm -hmm. And then, very cool, there's the, it takes it one step further, there's a bidirectional signal, or pattern, I should say, which means it's going to be recording uh, kind of in a cardioid pattern out the front and again out the back. So if we wanted to do an interview with somebody on the other side of the desk, we can sit exactly opposite each other, and there are two microphones very cool. that are, in fact, recording us uh, at the same time. So, very cool stuff. I'll just kind of put And that. it looks cool. Yeah, it's, it's kind of blocking you. It's, that, it's really that big. Yeah. To give you an idea, I don't know what we can do to give you an idea. A Starfleet TNG phaser, a Yeti Pro. A Rode wow. NT1, which w did seem like a big microphone doesn't so much seem like a big microphone right now. Hmm. Looks amateur now in comparison. <laughs> Not nearly as cool. Indeed. Hmm. So notice again, this has also got the stand for your desk. Okay. So that's a bonus because you're not having to spend the extra to buy a stand. You're not having to buy the preamp, but it gives you that up, uh, expandability to go through a preamp if you want to do some professional recording down the road, if you want to do some singing or whatever like that. So... Very cool stuff. We're going to be looking at the Blue Yeti Pro a little bit more down the road. Again, cat5.tv slash Yeti Pro, and you'll be able to check it out. All right. Awesome. We got time for another question, I'm sure. Anything that you've got for me? Oh, I have one with many, many words I probably am going to pronounce incorrectly. Okay. So this one is from Dan. Hey, Dan. He says, hello, I have a 16-gig microSD with Ubuntu 10.10 .10 Maverick GNOME installed. I would like to run VirtualBox on the card, but I'm concerned about space, and I only use a handful of programs regularly, like OOF. Open Office? Sure, and FF. What's FF? Firefox. Oh, well. Okay. Text editors, etc. I have downloaded the minimal Ubuntu 11.10 Ocelot. Mm -hmm. Is that 
correct? 32-bit and 64-bit ISOs. My goal is to keep the install as small as possible so I have room for multiple VDIs. Could you explain what it takes to get to a working desktop from okay. install of the minimal Ubuntu ISOs? So he's wanting to run Linux off of a little flash card. Oh. I don't think I have one here. Micro SD. That sounds I do. tricky. It's like this. Okay. This is what he's using. Is that a Barbie flashcard? No, this is actually uh, a large storage device as far as capacity goes. Remember back in the days when you, you imagined this kind of stuff would occur in Star Trek, but never in real How life? Convenient. Yes. So he's installing his operating system on this, but not only that, but installing virtualization on that operating system so that... That's what VDIs are, virtual mm -hmm. hard drives, okay. um, so that he can then run all other operating systems underneath of that operating system through virtualization. So it could be Windows, it could be uh, other Linux distributions, whatever, running under that, That's all off cool. of this little card. So the, f the one fear that I have with that, you want to keep a, a good, solid backup of that card, because these are... Uh, a very unreliable medium as far as that goes. I mean, I always say when you're taking the, your pictures with these, you got to always be transferring them off. Never store stuff on these. So if you're using this as a production kind of environment, don't, don't have your only copy on there because it is very easy to lose data off of one of those devices. And when they stop working, it's very hard to get the data back because data recovery will say, you know what, that's a little tiny, tiny chip, and the chances of getting any data out of that chip is, uh, is pretty much moot. So it could be a bad situation. So that said, in order to get your operating system from a mini build uh, of Ubuntu Linux, what you would probably want to do is um, you want to avoid things like uh, Ubuntu-Desktop or Kubuntu-Desktop because that has all the meta packages. That's got all of the extra stuff that you're not wanting to use that you don't want to have filling up your SD card, your micro SD card. So instead you want to actually find the individual packages. To get right up and going from where you're at with the black bash login prompt, log in and type sudo space apt-get space update. That'll get you your latest repositories. And then decide which package you want to use as your desktop. I would recommend starting with something like LXDE. So you could do uh, just sudo apt-get install LXDE, and I think it's three. Let's double check on the name of that package. You're so quick. It's like you've done that before. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's just LXDE is going to give me a bunch of stuff. But see, even that comes with some stuff that I may not want, like calculator. And uh, but it's it's pretty lightweight. Comes with a multimedia player, XMMS. But so you're going to get some stuff still. But that whole thing, LXDE, is going to take 42 megabytes of my disk. So 42 megs is not a lot to 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 throw away when you've got 16 gigs. That's very minimal. So even there, though there's a little bit of stuff there that you don't want. That's LXDE. You could do XFCE would be another one I would recommend trying. Uh, but these are all lightweight desktops that are not going to come with too much of that extra stuff that you don't want. And then from there, of course, you can get installing all your stuff. So very cool. And that would be a, a neat uh, scenario. I'd love to hear how it goes and uh, let me know. But that gives you the desktop, the desktop environment. That's where you need to be to, uh, to get up and running with a, a GUI. 
So once that's installed, you can uh, you can get into it. Uh, if it doesn't come up right away when you boot up, type uh, start x uh, from from Bash, and that'll let you in. So have fun. Sounds like a cool project. Yeah. Cool. I think it sounds complicated. It could be. And techy yeah. and Star Wars. Very like techy. Star Wars. Did I mess it up? It's Star Trek, isn't it? Robbie's gonna. This is throw where his water it's no me. problem to keep a straight face. Because he was thoroughly wow. unimpressed. <laughs> thoroughly unimpressed. Mm-hmm. That was actually an unintentional slip up, too. By she the said, way. "Who are you supposed to be, Chewbacca?" <laughs> well then, he didn't, he didn't like that one. I thought about that one in the car on the way over, and he, he, didn't, he didn't like oh, it. Dear. <laughs> Excellent. What else you got throwing me? Time for another question here. Well, we've got about uh, about six, well five minutes until you're oh, going to okay. be hitting things well, with the news. Here's a here's a quick one. It's not really a question. All right. Um, it's another lookalike. It's from Voodoo oh. Sandman. He says, "I was thinking that teasing Eric about his yellow shirt was a little harsh. After oh. all, he's the, not the only famous on-screen personality that looks like a canary. See the attached image. Do you have this? Yeah." Okay, so you got Eric Kidd over there, Kevin Klein, and uh, and our good friend uh, Voodoo Sandman as well, watching the show. I love that it's like eight bit graphic art. N- not to mention Voodoo <laughs> Sandman, this is this is oh, a BMP file. It's a it's a bitmap file, like a Windows BMP. Like, did you? I just want to know, did you use Paint? I love it, like that that. I know. I, I realize that he's done this, and that's fantastic. It's like that is art from the early '80s, right there. That just takes me right back to the uh, LSL days, we'll say, and and all that kind of artwork. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. But I, 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 there is a little bit of a. Res- I think that's the closest I to think a that's resemblance. Pretty good that I've seen. Not necessarily with that picture of Eric. But but certainly, you know, maybe it's just the beard. Maybe it's that you only see a third of their faces. That's that's quite possible. I think that's a pretty good one. Pretty good one. Well done, Voodoo Sandman. We'll throw 50 points your way <laughs> for that one. Cool. Great. So what do you say? Is it earth-shattering news time? Sure. Why not? Yes. Why not? Time for the news. We've never had the paper bag princess do the news before. I have to be careful not to move too much because, like, I crinkle so much that I don't want it to to overtake the news. (laughs) So, let's see here what we've got from the Category 5.TV newsroom. One of the most powerful satellites ever built has been put in orbit by a Russian proton rocket. The Vis... Viasat, Viasat 1 spacecraft will deliver broadband services to customers in the U.S. and Canada. With a total data throughput of 140 gigabytes per second, the satellite has more capacity than all other commercial communication satellites over North America combined. Wow. Wow. Andy Rubin, Google's senior VP of mobile and the man in charge of Android development, confirmed that the source code for the next major update to Android version 4.0 will be available as open source a a couple of weeks after the Galaxy Nexus smartphone ships next month. I bet everyone's excited. 
Canonical has revealed that Ubuntu 12.04 will be supported for five years on the desktop instead of the usual three years of a standard long-term support release. Canonical hopes that extending LTS desktop support to five years will help encourage broader adoption of the operating system in enterprise environments, where the hardware refresh cycle for workstations can often be more than three years. There's been a lot of talk in the news lately about Apple, 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 and even blackberries. So Robbie felt it was time we talk about oranges. Really? Really, Robbie? Yeah. A machine that uses artificial vision and UV rays to scan through citrus fruit and get rid of rotten ones has been developed in Spain. Usually, the inspection is done manually in dark rooms, also using ultraviolet light, but this can harm workers' eyes and skin, so they must wear protective clothing and goggles. This new technology could eliminate the risk. The professor inform, or involved in the development says, our system captures the images of the fruits inside an inspection chamber illuminated only with black light. If the fruit is infected, it will show a spot of fluorescence, which is like a small, hmm. right, small right circle in the middle of the small light circle in the middle of the dark. You know what? I got to say, though, that I can probably tell you right now that that one's bad. Just with well, my that green one just there. with my naked eyes and the green one, that I don't. One's not even. I'm not going to grab that one and say, orange. "Hmm, that that's looks green, delicious." Right there. Yeah, that's definitely green. Mm-hmm. No word yet if the machine then vaporizes the bad orange using a laser cannon, but we think this is unlikely. But that would be super cool. That would be really neat. I think so. In a world where 90% of program- programmable thermostats never actually get programmed by the user, isn't it time the thermostat did the work for us? The man who oversaw 18 generations of the iPod has announced the first product of his company, Nest Labs. Nest is a 250 programmable, programmable, which is a really hard word to say, by the way, thermostat that can program itself. It cannot, however, serve toast. Oh, I was hoping. At first, users might frequently adjust the thermometer when they get up in the morning, leave for work, get home from work, and go to sleep. Eventually, it learns their patterns and adjusts the temperature to appropriate levels automatically. Even more impressive, if you leave on a trip, the thermostat will figure out the house is empty and switch the heat and air conditioning to an energy-saving mode. For those of us who take impromptu four-day vacations to the cottage... Hey, look. It's our anniversary. (laughs) Should users forget to make a temperature adjustment before they leave the house, they can also control the thermostat with any internet-connected device or even an iPhone or Android app. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Thailand's worst flood in decades has dampened the economic outlook for the country and has automobile and tech companies around the world fearing a pending lack of availability of necessary components. For us computer users, the impact could... could be as simple as a lack of availability of hard drives over the coming months from the world's second largest hard drive manufacturing country. It's a seriously it's a serious problem and means pricing is about to skyrocket and fast. So if you're considering a hard drive purchase, do it now, like right now. This will affect everything from the purchase of a new hard drive to a laptop or desktop computer. As shown in these pictures provided by one of our sources, Western Digital's plants are completely closed down due to the flood. Seagate Technology said its plants are facing a shortage of parts. Hitachi, Toshiba, and Seagate have already talked have already stopped taking product orders. It's not just hard drives. Japan's Canon Incorporated has made digital cameras revised downward its full-year outlook due to concerns about the impact from the flooding in Thailand. 
Although Canon doesn't operate its own camera plants in Thailand, its inability to, inability to secure supplies of certain parts from companies means there is adversely affecting Canon's camera business. Whew. So, if you guys are interested, you can get the full stories at category5.tv slash newsroom. The category5.tv newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash with contributions from our amazing viewers. If you have a news story you think is worthy of on-air mention, you can email us at newsroom at category5.tv for the category5.tv newsroom. I'm Krista Wells. Thanks, Krista. The Category 5 Technology TV newsroom tonight is brought to you in part by Pogo Plug. They can be found at cat5.tv slash pogoplug and Planet Calypso, cat5.tv slash calypso. Go there and download the free online game. We'd love to see you uh, in the massive multiplayer online universe. How's it working out over there? Um, I'm having mic issues. Of all the wardrobe mal- malfunctions that you could have had, it's I a mic. I know. It's, my mic just keeps falling down. Yeah. Because before, I mean, I had it on my left ear. Which is obviously right. superior to my right ear, and now it's on my right ear, and it's all like. Meow. You don't you don't see this at home, but she in fact doesn't have. She has a very small right ear. It's it's very it's actually weird. like a nub. Unlike unlike my ears, <laughs> which are you know quite uh, quite distinguished. No, but you I know what's say. funny? I actually Do naturally I- have Spock ears. Incredible, incredible. It's true. They're a Try little pointy. I don't want to. Just, just, just. I'm scared. The, it's for the viewers. I'm scared of what just, might happen. That's that's pretty good. Pretty good. Anything else? Eric ha- had come in. I don't know if you saw the uh, the the picture of us on our on our website from the photo shoot, where we're all standing there like this. Mm-hmm. And Eric is the one guy who's got his thumb <laughs> in like this. It? No, he's got his thumb in. Oh, and he, that's in- is that right or incorrect? He swears that. It's supposed to be like that. So I looked it up, and sure enough, Leonard Nimoy, who created the Vulcan hand gesture, wide open, just like that, that's how it's done. So for Eric... You know, it troubles me a little that you spent time researching this. Time. Okay, how long does it take? Vulcan, salute, on Wikipedia, and where is it? Where's the thumb, Mr. Kid? So that's Leonard Nimoy, of course, the man who created that particular gesture based on... Uh, hmm. Well, you can find out more about it at Wikipedia. Interesting stuff, but actually based on uh, on a particular uh, religious function. I don't know all about it, but <laughs> it's a blessing gesture that uh, that he had taken from his upbringing to... And said, "Hey, let's do this. Let's make it that super be, awesome. Let's. It will be a yeah. It'll be a part of Star Trek. So if he does it, but then that that particular gesture that it was based on, sure enough, has the thumbs in. So maybe that's the difference. So Eric was half right. Maybe he was half right. Imagine that. Has that ever happened before? That he'd be half right. Anything no. that comes out of Eric Moss is actually right." <laughs> <laughs> We're serious, I guess, for that matter. Stop making me laugh. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. Indeed. All right, so what are what are we up to now? What you more have you got for me? I've, more I've got this so many questions. You are a question extravaganza. Well, I have more questions for you, All so right. you better Fantastic. have your thinking hat yeah. on. All right. 
Oh, here we go. It says from Thomas George says, Hey, Robbie, I'm wondering if you can go into detail on how to stream three cameras along with a DVD player, laptop output and audio from a separate mixer online. Mm-hmm. Preferably, we'd like to use a service such as Livestream.com, but we're willing to look at any options. We'd also like to record the video in HD at this live conference style event for post-event editing. If you have time, I'd love some help on how to best switch between these sources, three cams, DVD, and laptop on a live screen on stage as well. Sure. Yeah, happy to help. Absolutely. Um, Basically, as I was talking to Gadwill a little bit earlier, um, you're off camera. It's okay. It's okay. As I was talking to Gadwill a little bit earlier about was this Intensity Pro card. This is the HDMI input. So if you've got HD cameras, fantastic. It's going to bring you 1080p uncompressed video. Beautiful. Okay. But What's also nice about the Intensity Pro, even though it's a small little box, it comes with a breakaway cable that allows analog input as well. So if you're dealing with, uh, for example, if you've got component video coming out of your cameras, perfect. However, if you have, that, that's great, okay? That's capture card at its best. It's PCI Express. You can plug in as many as you have PCI, X, uh, PCI Express ports that, that are free. It's X1, so it'll fit in any PCI Express slot. Uh, but if you have FireWire and you've got a car, uh, video camera that has FireWire or um, you know HDV, it goes through uh, the the FireWire cable. Then you can get into uh, that kind of connection as well, connected into a FireWire input, and then you're not uh, actually needing a capture card. However, you do need software. That's where Wirecast comes in. Cat5.tv/wirecast. Now, I actually have here's a camera that is using. Firewire, okay, nice and simple, okay. It's just a basic hand camera, uh, and uh, an HDV camera is going to be much higher quality than this. This is 720 by 480. However, I can switch over to this camera, okay, and this is Wirecast as it's operating Category 5 TV right now. So there are all our cameras and camera angles. Uh, each one represents a different angle or a different scene, and Wirecast allows layering, which is fantastic. You can see here I've got the intro video was played, and then the layer was placed on top of that of one of our camera angles. The reason for that is so that you'd still hear the music playing on the lower layer. Wirecast is available as a free download in a trial form. You can get it from cat 5 TV slash Wirecast. Definitely recommend that you check it out. It's going to work with any of your devices, regardless of you, you see there. I'm using one camera through the uh, through the Intensity Pro, which again you can buy from Cat5.tv/bh. Then I've got another camera here that uh, is the handheld, and that camera is FireWire, plugged into the same computer, right? So that acts as a switching computer. Where you're going to have trouble is if you want to do that true HD recording. You're going to need really, really fast hard drives. You're going to need a really good processor to be able to handle the compression. Imagine you understand how encoding video is a very resource-intensive thing to be doing uh, on a computer. Anytime you encode HD video, it's taking a lot of processor power, even jacking your CPU usage up towards the higher end. Uh, to the point where you can't really do anything else when it's happening. So when you're live, when we're live right now, we're streaming live 
to ustream.tv. We're streaming live to justin.tv. Those are both being streamed directly out of Wirecast. There's no third-party tool that we need to install. There's no interim computer that we need to pipe things through or anything like that. And then those stream providers then redistribute the stream. It's fantastic. So I would recommend that you check that out. It's uh, cat5.tv slash Wirecast. But that said, you know, keep in mind now uh, we're doing those streams. So we've got two flash streams, which are pretty high CPU usage. And then we take that and we're also encoding to the hard drive in another format in f full HD. So in order to do that, you've got to have a lot of power in order to process that much data, not just to the hard drive, but also it's got to be happening on the fly. It's got to be working in real time. You remember when we had computer problems in season four with the server, one of the things that would happen is the real time would go bad. <laughs> Lip sync would be off, there'd be stuttering, uh, files would get corrupted. It was bad when you don't have a system that can handle the, the power that's required. So that's all part of it. But we're here for you if you have questions and if, uh, if you get stuck. But um, certainly what we're doing with our system um, is, is working quite well now for Season 5. Uh, Michael Iowa wants to know if this is all done on one computer. And essentially, sort of, sort of. Because if I bring up a computer screen to do a demo, that's a different computer. This is a different computer that I'm looking at now. But it's being broadcast to the Wirecast computer, the computer that is hosting the Wirecast application. And it's doing that through the network because Wirecast comes with something called Desktop Presenter, which is a beautiful tool. It eliminates, Gadwell was asking about having to stream from one computer to a capture card to record it. Well, with Desktop Presenter, it does it in real time over the network. So, and you get fairly good quality. It's not quite as good as, as what you would get with a direct connection through HDMI uncompressed, but that's to be expected, right? You've got gigabit versus huge, huge capacity on uh, HDMI. Cool. I hope that that, uh, does that, that kind of answers yes. the questions as it was? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfectly, actually. Yes. Hardware-wise, Intensity Pro. It's the best card that I've personally found to do it, okay? Because it's uncompressed HDMI input. High quality video. 1080p. Software-wise, is Wirecast, cat5.tv slash Wirecast. But you've got to have a good computer to do it all. If you're going to be doing HD, it takes a lot of power. Okay? Your cameras have to be able to support the, the bare minimum, you know, whatever you're recording at. If you're recording at 1080p, your cameras have to be 1080p, and you do no digital zoom, because if you do, you're going to go lossy, right? You want to keep things lossless, no loss of quality. You don't want to be zooming in. If you're recording in 1080p and you zoom in on a 1080p image, you're going to get lossiness. So you want to avoid that. So what we do, we zoom in. This is a zoom in. A 1080p camera running at 1080p, but we're recording at 720p. So there's no loss. It's beautiful. So That's very tricky. Yeah. It's, it's kind of it's kind of clever way of working around uh, the, the John effect, we'll call it. The fact that we have to use digital zoom at this time. Cool. I like that. Even though he's not here, you've managed to incorporate him yes. still into our show. Thanks, by the way, John. No problem. <laughs> it's fantastic. And, uh, I should once in a while just spin around and just and look at the camera. There he is, operating the camera. That's beautiful. That's great. Yeah. 
you know, I've Hope been thinking actually. Um, yes. And it's uh, it's I've been thinking it over for the past forty six minutes of the show. Forty six minutes. Wow. I've been wondering, you know, what can I do to get out of this? Do I really have to say this? But I think in order to appease Robbie and and make him happy, I should inform you that you've got the moves like a Vulcan. Well, thank you, Krista. That was such a nice thing for Krista to say. And in fact... I died a little inside, but that's okay. You're not the first to actually say this (laughs) and to admit to this. Oh, what do you got? In fact, I feel a song coming on. Oh, swell. Oh, yeah. Goes like in this My mind to your mind Let me show you You just let yourself go And I'll show you All the moves like a Vulcan Yeah, all the moves like a Vulcan I got the moves Like a Vulcan I don't need to try to control you Just look into my eyes And I'll show you All the moves like a Vulcan Yeah, all the moves like a Vulcan I got the Vulcan. My mind to your mind, let me show you. Just let yourself go and I'll show you all the moves like a Vulcan. Yeah, all the moves like a Vulcan. I got the moves like a Vulcan. I don't need to try to control you. Just look into my eyes and I'll show you all the moves like a Vulcan. Yeah, all the moves like a Vulcan. I got the <laughs> wow. That was completely illogical. Why did you force me into that? How long did it take you to choreograph that? I did a cat daddy. I did a lot of cat daddies and uh, and a handful of uh, a handful of other awesome Vulcan moves. Not long, not long at all to answer your question. Okay, I just check. <laughs> oh boy, that's fantastic. Agamotto, cheers. We must have more viewer questions. Oh, coming you in better from our intergalactic it. inbox. We have so many questions tonight. I'll Live be at category5.tv and also try to catch us in the chat room. Say our names in the chat room, category5 on Freenode, and say hey. And in the meantime, I want to give shouts out to our chat room. We got Yazid1965 in the chat room. You, Al, Agamotto, Gadwill, A. Jameson. DOS Bomber, Sasquatch joining us tonight. Troy74, anyone joining us for the first time in the chat room tonight? I see Mathman. Uh, we've already made mention of Michael Iowa. Nice to see you. Voodoo Sandman. Lots of people joining us there. Old Guy Jim, always a pleasure to have you here. Swiss Andy. Great to see everybody. If I missed you, hey, you're and just going to have to say more things in the chat room so that I see you on the, on the list there. And if someone is joining us for the first time tonight in the chat room, um, what an impression to give them. Yes. This is exactly uh, how the show usually goes. Mm-hmm. Robbie does a dance, you know, blip. I do a dance. Every show. She wears paper bags. It's economically 
just this friendly economical end once i'm done with the stress i can just go breed in my backyard and (laughs) oh dear wow Hmm. well when you're done with this i I think maybe we should all sign it or something (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's that's good though you made this yourself too and that's i did i made this you wouldn't believe i actually i got on my computer i clicked a few times and entered a credit card number that's fantastic and it was done I it was very easy to make. Wow. Yeah. Well, you have skills. Amazing. I think that's what they call those. They call them skills. Mad skills. Yeah. Moves like a Vulcan. Hey, if you love Moves <laughs> Like a Vulcan tonight, you can share it with your friends. Cat5.tv slash Vulcan. You heard me right. That was cat5.tv slash Vulcan. And everyone right now is running out. Yes. To share it with their friends. Share it with your friends. Tweet it. Post it on Facebook. Send it out to people that you love. Send it out to people you don't really like. And just tell them to go check it out. Hey, and it is a YouTube-hosted video, so make sure you like it on YouTube. Uh, Post your comments. Let us know what you thought. You were saying something. My son is is a good thing. He's too young to be embarrassed. Yes, by his father. And then I said, make sure to show it at his wedding. Absolutely will. Because I'll be fantastic. That is definitely making the wedding wheel, wedding real. Definitely. That's good. Yes. Or maybe you've numbed him to it so much. Like maybe you just it's just you I that think by the time he gets to the age where he should be embarrassed, is, his dad is awesome. Or he's too young. Or he's too young. Either or. I, I got to get these moments while I can, right? Because <laughs> when I don't, I, I have this sinking sensation that when he's 13, it's not going to be allowed. Probably not. <laughs> Dad, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am, son. Yes. What other matching costumes can we come up with? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, poor Zach. Okay. Take it away with a question. Oh, Poor Zach. Let me see he I had a find. blast. Did you see that? <laughs> you should see the outtakes. He was like going crazy. He loved it. Well, I didn't say he didn't. I'm oh, just, yeah. You know, no, it was, the future it was emotional scarring. Oh, yeah. That's all. No, he, he, no for now, that's great. When it, when it goes that's viral and, and he becomes a famous Vulcan kid and has to perform that mm-hmm. on like, uh, you know, what, what just on shows. Like in Vegas? Five. Yeah. Vegas would be cool. That one. We'll do an opening for Adam Levine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Fantastic. Hey, D-Man810. I am so sorry to hear that. Cat5.tv slash Vulcan. And I'll... Mm -hmm. Sorry. I will... uh, I'll let you... So back to the questions. Yes. Because we have a lot. A lot. Let's see if I can find a fantastic one. They're all fantastic, though. So, uh, this one's not a question. It's a tip. And it's from Scorpio55. Scorpio. If you want to run with a GNOME 3 desktop on Ubuntu 11.10, that's the latest version of Ubuntu, then just search for and install GNOME Shell in the Ubuntu Software Center. You can then select from the Ubuntu login screen GNOME 3, GNOME 3 Classic, Ubuntu 3D, or Ubuntu... Ubuntu, that's really hard to say so many times in a row, (laughs) 2D. The GNOME 3 Classic isn't an exact GNOME 2 version, but it is close. So although GNOME Shell isn't installed out of the box, Ubuntu still gives you the option to choose your desktop environment. Well, that's cool. That's 11.10. GNOME-Shell. That will get you there. Thanks for the tip, Scorpio. Cool. Uh, Let's run by another one. 
This is from da, da, Jot. Hey, Jot. Says, I was checking the ASUS, A-S-U-S? ASUS. ASUS site for my motherboard, as one does, because I'm going to put my computer in a new case because of the noise of the current one. It's really bad for the videos and such, and I bet you can tell because it's so loud you can't even hear me typing. Mm. Anyway, I figured out how to check your motherboard as well and saw there was a BIOS, BIOS update, BIOS, yeah. which allows your board to support three terabytes HDDs, and yeah. I figured you might not have that version. Nice. And if you do, there's a newer one that's only a week old that has updates for memory timing, etc. I know you won't like the update, like to update something like that when it isn't needed. But when I saw the three terabyte thingy, that's what he actually said. He said thingy. <laughs> I figured it might be at it might at least be something to check for the future. So let's tell Robbie. That's awesome. Can you tell him? Thanks Spock? for the tip. Yeah. So they well. Your computer, like any device, has a firmware. That's yes. the BIOS, right? Yes. And when you update your firmware in your iPhone or whatever, it gives you the latest and greatest features. Mm-hmm. So similarly, your computer, the motherboard, the main board of your computer that houses everything as far as chips go, that contains firmware and that can be updated to receive new new features. So what what Jod is telling me is that, hey, the one that I bought here for the, uh, for the new server, it's got some updates that are going to improve performance. So that sounds great. Uh, and also give me the ability to install three terabyte hard drives, which to the next guy might matter. To me, it doesn't because I'm not about space when it comes to our systems because it's about speed, not space. So I don't want three terabyte drives. I want a whole bunch of 200 gigabyte drives all running together. There's five drives in there and they're running in RAID 0. So very, very fast. Speaking of your chassis being super loud, Jot, that made me think about something here. You saw the build of the new server, the Thermaltake Level 10 Snow Edition, positively beautiful. The original is available as well. Also stunning, beautiful. I mean, it's the same chassis. It's black. It's got the red. It's got the same kind of LED effects and stuff as mine. But look, sir, it is on sale for one hundred and ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. That must be a fantastic deal. That is fantastic. a well, it's regular price is oh, two seventy-nine, okay. right? So you're you're getting a good eighty dollars off the price, and that's for a limited time. Um, so you want to jump on that if that's uh, an available option for you. And certainly, if you've been looking at the Thermaltake Level Ten, wow, like that is the dream computer case. It's beautiful, and a dream to build your computer into. Uh, it really was just a pleasure to to work with that chassis. So uh, that's thermaltakeusa.com. If you buy from them, hey, let let them know that you heard of them on Category 5 TV. If you're talking to them, if you communicate with them, or if you want to pop them in an email and say, hey, I got this. I love it. Um, make sure you let them know that you, you found out about it here. That goes until November 30th. So guys, get your wives your girlfriends, your moms, whatever. Get them in the room. Ladies, your guy wants a Thermaltake Level 10 chassis for his computer. Plain and simple. It's 80 bucks off. I mean, ThermaltakeUSA.com. Come on. Come on. Is that the same speech you used on Becca? Yeah, it worked. She married me 10 years ago. Come on. <laughs> I promise I won't dress up like a Vulcan and dance around oh, with our lied. kid. Oh, you lied. You oh, lied. I, I just, I forgot about that one. Oh. 
<laughs> Ladies, Christmas is coming. There's a fantastic deal. Honestly, 80 bucks off, 199 bucks for the Thermaltake Level 10 GT. Beautiful, beautiful for chassis. For all our international viewers, do they ship internationally? Well, I'm going to say, go find out. Okay, the reason I say that is because you're going to have to inquire. You're going to have to tell them, hey, I heard of you on Category 5 TV. I am from the UK. I'm wondering if you ship it out here. And they are all over the world, Thermal Take. So I don't think you're going to have cool. any trouble getting it. So, but they want to hear from you. They want to know that you, uh, that you heard of them here. And I want you to tell them that because uh, we love Thermal Take for sure. Great deal. Okay, John. Hope that helps you out, man. And did I answer the, the actual question, too? I, oh, what a... Let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, it wasn't actually... A, well... Oh, it was just the statement. Yeah, it was more a... Yeah, right. Uh, you know. Okay. Yeah, we got it. We're going to check out that firmware for sure for this uh, for this motherboard. And what Jot was saying there is you don't necessarily want to update your firmware. It's like your iOS device. And I'm just using that as an example because Paperbag Princess over here has got an iPhone. So she understands the lingo, right? <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't make fun of Apple for like the next year. No, but yeah, no, I know. I know. But you sometimes won't upgrade because there's something about the new firmware that is going to remove some of the functionality of the old, mm -hmm. such as untethered jailbreaking, for example. Not that we endorse that kind of thing, <laughs> but there's certain reasons that you may want to hold back and similarly with your computer you may not want to upgrade your firmware unless it's required i don't need a three terabyte hard drive i'm not going to put a three terabyte hard drive ever in my computer so i don't care about that particular thing about the firmware but if the timing has been improved and the uh, responsiveness and the speed of the computer can be increased because of an update to the firmware then maybe that's worth checking into right but it can cause, you can, your firmware can cause problems if you get a version that is incompatible with some of your hardware for some reason. But Cool. Cool. We're almost out of time. Any other questions? Uh, chat room? Hey there. And you must have, I'm not sure how many questions you have. I do. I have two have. questions oh, yeah? left. Wow. I do. Uh, I don't know if they're short or not, though. So okay. you want me to jump into one? Sure. We'll see. We'll play by ear. This is from Alistair. Hello, hey, Alistair. Love the Unraid cal calculator. Thanks. Have been using it for ages now. Is there any scope for making it a standalone script? I would love to just have it as an app that I could put on my desktop to know what I have in my raid. Thanks. This thing, it was a fantastic little script that I whipped out, but it, it was so basic that it just kind of, it just sits there and lets you do your thing. Calculates, you know, if I've got a 200 gig hard drive, a 500 gig hard drive, a 700 gig hard drive, a 1.5 gig uh, terabyte hard drive, and a 350 gig hard drive, I can calculate and it's going to tell me that, okay, that's going to give me 1.75 terabytes of storage according to the manufacturer spec it's going to require 150 watts off my power supply to start up and it's going to use about 64 watts during heavy operation so this is a handy little calculator for users of the unraid um, system for data storage which is what i use here uh, fantastic software can you get this on your desktop well it, really it's a php script i'd be happy to send it to you i don't really care uh, but you can use prism uh, prism.mozillalabs.com download 
let's see if we can just download Prism. Check this out. Okay, it gives me a tar.bz. It's going to take 11 seconds, which is all the time we have. But let's see how quickly we can do this. Check out Prism. This will work for any application, uh, for any website. Highlight it, extract. Let's just, I don't know, throw it in my home folder. So now I've got a folder in my home folder called Prism. Go in there. Prism. And you'll see a file called Prism. Open that. And it's going to ask you the URL. So I'm going to go HTTP colon slash slash unraid.category5.tv name unraid calculator and then add a shortcut to my desktop and hit OK. Uh, there we go. So now on my desktop, there's an Unraid calculator link, and if I click on that, see if it works. I'm rushing because I don't have time to really go through, but what Prism will do is it'll allow you to launch as an application that what would have been a, a web browser window. But it's a PHP script. If you have a PHP server, I'd be happy to share it with you. Let me know. Okay. Oh, and it, it's, it's launching on the other screen. I'm like, why isn't it launching? There it is. That's what it looks like in Prism. It just loads in Unraid Calculator. And it, it removes all the Firefox branding and everything. It's not a browser. It's just the calculator. So that would be really your best option, I think. So, But that, my friends, is all the time that we have for tonight, this Halloween special. A little early this year because Halloween mm -hmm. falls on a Monday. Lots of fun, though. I know. It was great. It was. Thanks for all the effort. Holy cow. I know. I love it. It's brilliant. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look kind of spiffy, too. Well, you know, but I, I I have hair now. Becca said in the chat room earlier that it reminds her, other than the ears, reminds her of back when we first got married. <laughs> it's kind of the, this is the exact hairstyle that I had. I used to wear this shirt, too. The you spock know, look. Just, oh. You know, it's like, that's why I got beat up in high school. I don't really understand it. No. no. No, I can't see it. I hope you had fun. I'm going to be back next week with uh, Hillary Rumble joining me here in the studio. Category5.tv is where you want to be. Get our mobile mm -hmm. app, mobile.cat5.tv. Krista, you have a fantastic week. Thanks for being here I this will. week. It was great to be back. Yeah, nice to see you. And uh, I'll talk to you next, uh, next Tuesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time. Bye see guys. you, everybody. Night. Night.